I want to talk to you about when you, the, your earliest memories of fashion. Um, you were born in Serbia or Yugoslavia as it was known yes. then. How did you first become aware of fashion? How did you first become interested in fashion? I think it goes really long way back, even, even when I was like a little girl and when I didn't even know what fashion designer is and, and uh, what the clothes is. But I can really remember really vividly, for example, getting dolls as a present and just hating their hair, hating their dresses, wanting to cut them up. And it might have sounded quite violent at the time, <laughs> but all of my, my poor dolls ended up with changed hairstyles and kind of ripped up dresses and some funny customization. And as I said at the time, to me, that was just a game and a play. But obviously something that, that I was gravitating towards since the early age and then it all continued when I started school. Um, we had to obviously wear uniforms and they were very boring, almost in the same color blue. And boys and girls, we were all dressed the same and, and, um, and I hated those uniforms and also I wanted to kind of customize them as much as I could because you were not allowed obviously. So. I remember changing the buttons into bright red and doing like a top stitching and putting like a little badges just, just as much as I could to kind of make it slightly different. And again, it's not something that I was aware of. It's not something that I thought I'm going to be a fashion designer, but obviously all those um, little details in my childhood were showing that it's something that, that I love from early age. Did there come a point where you did start to think that you wanted to study fashion and pursue fashion as a career? When did that come? Yes, that happened quite early again. Um, and um, because Serbia is a country that fashion, there is not many fashion designers, there is not a big need for fashion designers as well. So fashion uh, designer as an occupation wasn't really serious or wasn't really a prospect for me back home. Um, so it was something that I really, really loved, but sadly I thought I will never be one because, as I said, there, there were not many reasons why I would study fashion back home. So, um, funny enough, I, I enrolled myself into architecture and started to study architecture and um, then kind of realized that I really feel that I'm lacking something in my life and that, you know, instead of buying architecture magazines, I would end up going to shops and buying Vogue's and face and ID and kind of really reading from, you know, cover to cover every single story while, you know, when it came back to fashion magazines, I would just kind of flick through and think, okay, I see enough. <laughs> so, so, so then um, I actually started to study both at the same time because luckily um, they were close to each other so I could physically uh, be present kind of, you know, in, in a both colleges. But it, it was really, really hard and almost like impossible. And then I just decided that the only way is to come to London and the only way is to come somewhere where, where it's, it's really beginning of all ideas. It's, it's, it's almost like a melting pot, not just for fashion, but for art and for all creative things. And um, that was really inspired me to kind of start explore, exploring which colleges would be the best and where I should go. I'm interested by what you were saying about fashion in Serbia and you said how fashion just just wasn't an option. Is Did you not find any sort of artistic inspiration around you there? Do you ever still look back to Serbia and draw any inspiration from, from of it? Of course, of course. Serbia is a beautiful country and has 
um, so much inf inspirations to offer and I'm still all of my collections and all my style is influenced by, by my country. It's just, as I said, unfortunately at the time we were living in a, in a and I think that even today, you know, if you want to be on the top and forefront of fashion, you have to live in the towns that are um, driving the ideas rather than living in the towns that are um, getting later those ideas and maybe developing them but not necessarily making them and and I think that um, you know Serbia has so much of, of, of a folk uh, in, incredible folk culture um, then you know incredible artists um, incredible passion for poetry and things that are otherworldly and quite romantic in a way and all of those things you know you can see references in my clothing still today yeah. um, but um, as I said, to be a fashion designer in Serbia um, and to kind of start up a house that would be relevant in, in, a, in a global terms, it was, wasn't really, um, you know, was, wasn't really a possibility. Because when you were studying there, it was a very difficult time for the country, wasn't it? Do you think, did that impact on your desire to move to London and, and sort of go somewhere different? Yes, yes, the times were quite hard and, um, you know, when, when people, you know, there was obviously a, a war happening and, and all the things that necessarily are not, not as nice and, and all of us that actually studied fashion um, made us think what, where, where do we really belong because um, this is some sort of utopia, some sort of escapism into different um, not just uh, country but completely different universe because um, it really didn't belong um, but again that just proves how passionate we were about fashion and, and how that was something that was really driving us and bringing like lots of positive energy um, and um, I guess yeah it's, it's something that gave me quite a lot of strength as well to do things when the times are not right and to, to be able to design collections uh, with the different circumstances as well. Mm. I want to ask you about St. Martin's because I'd read in a previous interview done that you came across St. Martin's in the kind of magazines that you were reading yes. while you were in Serbia. What, what was the point where you were like, oh, it has to be St. Martin's, I have to, I have to study there? It, it, was, it was Louise Wilson, really, because, again, um, as I said, we were like those little sponges reading everything uh, in, in those magazines and, and I think it was um, ID where there was a big article about St. Martins and Louise. I don't think that Louise was as known as Louise Wilson as she is now. Um, obviously she was but not for her notorious teaching techniques and, and the way we all love her even more for now. Um, so, so I read those articles and then I read that all those um, incredible designers actually came from the same college and, um, and I thought hmm, there must be some sort of link so it must be Louise that is creating, that is driving something in, in those people to, to be so unique. Um, and I thought I must come and meet her somehow, I just must come and, and see if somehow I can end up in that school. All, all those I must, I must tell you, I, I really didn't have high expectations. I really thought I would just kind of come to London, if I'm lucky I will meet her and that will be the end of it. Um, but luckily it wasn't. <laughs> so when you got to St Martin's, when you started studying, was, was it like what you expected? Was it as wonderful? How did you, how did you find your time there? It was really, 
groundbreaking for me and it was a big eye-opener as well because um, I was taught in a very classical way and when, when I studied um, my college back home it was more like an art college. It was called Faculty of Applied Arts and it actually combined history of art, art, fashion, costume design. So um, it was led in a different way and all the tutors and, and all the parameters were, were quite kind of as you would expect in kind of like a classical college. And then I came obviously to London and there was Louise with, you know, openly saying, screaming, swearing. Um, and there was, again, this, this incredible freedom that I immediately felt that I'm suddenly appreciated by her for all the unusual things and for all the strange things and for all the um, unique things that in some way um, I wasn't back home because uh, people wanted you to fit a little bit more back home. They wanted you to belong to a certain group or to a certain way of, of thinking. And, and I always felt that I'm, I'm a loner. I, I always felt that I don't belong anywhere. And, um, and suddenly when I came here, I realized that that thing that I actually don't belong is something that makes me special. And that's what, what actually Louise made me realize as well and, and many other things obviously because I guess when you come to St. Martin's you're not sure, you're quite um, you know, unsure what you are, who you are, um, what do you want to take from that big wide world of fashion and what do you want to make your signature um, and, um, and I think St. Martin's teaches you to just kind of discover yourself really mm. and to, to become strong in realizing what, what your strengths are. You mentioned kind of there is this very distinct London aesthetic and that's something that I think most designers working here do recognise. When you were at St Martin's did you become aware of that? Sort of who were your contemporaries when you were studying there and, and did you look at the work they were doing and, and sort of take, take elements from it into your own work? Yeah, I mean you obviously become very aware. I think it's really important that you are very well informed about everything that is happening around us and, and you know by being here you're much more involved and, and informed than you know when you're living somewhere abroad and just kind of living, reading a few magazines. Um, so, so obviously I did become much much more informed and, um, and a lot, but I don't think that I was necessarily influ influenced by those designers. I think that I was just influenced by the life in London itself and, and something that um, you know, change me by, by being here. Um, so I, I think that that's mostly what influenced me and also the desire to come up with the things that are different. So, so at the time, you know, when I was later picked up by Fashionist, um, I was one of the first designers to do dresses and to do uh, on such scale and to do dresses for cocktails and for evenings and that was almost like in London something that nobody wanted to do. And um, as being as I am, as, as, as not wanting to belong to anything, I, I, I kind of thought, well, actually, um, I, I want to do dresses, you know, I, I want to do something that nobody else is doing. So um, it was kind of starting to, to belong to London, but kind of in my own way, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, that does make sense. I want to talk to you about that, because you, you, like, being a woman and women are clearly so central to your designs and from my perspective I think you you're part of this kind of successful group of 
young designers, like people like Jonathan Saunders and Richard Nicole and Marios, who are all kind of happen to be male. It's a similar generation to you. Do you did you ever feel that? Did you ever feel that you were kind of one of the the only women out there who was doing something for women in London? Was that something that occurred to you? Or? Um, yes, it, it did. It did occur to me because uh, for for a long time I, I was one of the rare women here in London of, from from a kind of younger designer generation, and and those names that you just mentioned are exactly kind of the the people that um, kind of I was surrounded with. They are all really good friends, and and I think what was exciting to be amongst them. I mean, one thing that I don't regret is actually starting. Um, although I said, sorry, I said earlier that it's a shame I didn't start my label earlier, but actually I'm very happy I didn't because I ended up surrounded with those, with those great um, designers like Jonathan, um, Richard Nicole, um, uh, Marius, uh, Christopher Kane, and we ended up almost kind of starting this big excitement, again, excitement about London. and somehow uh, it seemed that everything started to happen and that there were many of us that kind of somehow started on all, all labels at the same time. And then after us came all the others and now it's such a big group of such exciting young names. Um, but um, yes, at the time I was, I was the only one and um, I, I don't know, I, I really liked it um, because obviously being the only woman with all those boys, it's it's very nice thing, um, but um, at the same time, I think that in general, my aesthetic is just kind of designing from a woman's perspective and designing things that are really comfortable, that are um, really kind of answering all the needs of of very busy life. That means that you know you you are at work and you ne you don't necessarily have a time to change to go to a party or somewhere so you can wear the same dress that works both for day and for evening and all those things that I don't know maybe boys didn't necessarily think about that quickly you know more kind of like a practical reasons um, and and I find that as a big um, kind of um, as a big milestone in my work that actually it's labeled that it is designed for women with kind of thinking about women's needs so <laughs> Are there particular women fr from any genre, whether it's women that wear your clothes or women involved in any aspect of life, are there women that you do look at and you look up to and who've sort of inspired your notion of what women can be? Yeah, well, there, there are many women, old women that wore my clothes, to be honest with you. They became big inspiration as well. And, and now when I'm designing for my collections, I kind of, you know, have all of them in mind. So I'm, I'm having many women on my mind when I'm designing. Um, my mom is a tremendous influence, she always was. She's a very strong, independent woman, um, very stylish as well. Um, so she was somebody that, that you know, I, I kind of look up at quite a lot. Um, and um, yes, I, I guess I can't kind of pinpoint one or two or, or just few particular women, but all those women in general, all the mm. strong women. <laughs>